afternoon, wherever you are in the world. This is Anso Holland with a random kind of review, voice, podcast, video. I'm in my van. I'm going to work. So it might be transporty noises coming through. But, you know, it's real. And uh, I just fancy talking about a few things. I went to two gigs on the weekend. I went to Richard. First, first of all, actually, I'm going to talk about Kasabian and Tom Meehan. Okay, and then we're going to go into Richard Ashcroft and DMA's gig, both in Liverpool, MS Arena, which I went to both. Okay, first of all, I just want to have a little little discussion here. I've seen a lot of people saying Kasabian are amazing without Tom, or, you know. For me, I've seen clips, I haven't seen them live, and it's not for me. It'll, it'll never be for me. Kasabian. It's Tom's voice for me. That's that's it. He's the front man. They should have changed the name. I'll never go and see them live. I'll never buy any other music because you're using a name that shouldn't be that name anymore. Just change the just change change the band name, rebrand. Because Kasabian was when Tom was in it as well, and that to me Kasabian is is Tom as the lead singer. You change change the name. I might give it a listen. I might do. I might come across it and but to try and keep going as Kasabian when the main man has left. It's just, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, fear going on alone without him, you know. And he's brought something new out. I can't remember the name of the song now. I've listened to it quite a few times. It's not bad. I've listened to it so as I can kind of just get his voice back in my head because I was a massive fan of Tom when I was younger. Massive fan. to dress like him wear the same shoes as him and I think he's a phenomenal frontman and singer I love his singing voice absolutely love it but um, the song that he's done not but the song that he's done it shows promise it shows he's still got a good vocal for one it shows that he can make a good music video I know it's only him standing there but he's playing his part in that video you know and uh, the song, I quite like it. It's not, it's not absolutely outstanding. But it's a good little start. Um, and it's only going to me. It only shows what what he's still got. He's got a lot to offer in the music world. Yes, he made mistakes. I'm not even going to talk about that. I've talked about that in another video. I don't, in any way, defend what he did. But. I think he's trying to make amends and you, you've always got to respect someone who's trying. Not respect. This is a music discussion. It ain't a discussion about domestics. It's just music. But yeah, I think um, for him to bring that song out around the same time as Kasabian was uh, a brave move and basically a bold move um, to say, yeah, you can release stuff but I'll just release stuff as well and he and he got good feedback from it got good feedback from it so I look forward to hearing more stuff from Tom because to be honest I was more of a fan of Tom as a frontman as a singer as a performer uh, than I was of the full Kasabian I mean when Kasabian first come out and they had they had fire and stuff like that and all that kind of stuff was coming out it was fucking amazing great great time great time to be alive for music I'm glad that I was around at that time and it, it, it was it was a time when I was coming into my own like in my 20s Kasabian album when I was in my 20s 
and he's a, he's a funny guy. You go and watch some clips of Tom on, online, you know, clips of him and Noel and Liam Gallagher and Miles Kane. He, he's 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 a he's a charmer. He's a charmer. But like I said, not defending anything he's done. I think it's shocking. Anyway, moving on. Went to Richard Ashcroft on Friday and the DMAs on Saturday. Now I wish I'd done it the other way round, but it it just wasn't the case. And the only reason we went to him on the Friday and then DMAs on the Saturday is because we booked the DMAs gig probably about 18 months to two years ago and it got postponed that many times because of coronavirus. So not long ago I booked the Richard Ashcroft ones when they came out, which were like 40 quid. Decent price to be fair, I think anyway. 40 quid um, when they came out and then what happened was is that the DMAs then rescheduled their gig for the night after a few weeks later and sent us, sent us the ticket. So I was like, bloody hell, that's Ashcroft the night before so it, I wouldn't have done it that way because I didn't want them so close together because if I watched them a bit more apart then I wouldn't have the opinion that I've, I've got based on the two gigs right now obviously Richard Ashcroft a massive hero of mine I like to play music myself I base anything that I do on on probably inspirations from Richard Ashcroft he's such a simple songwriter um, his chord progressions everything that he does it is it's, it's, it's i think it's just brilliant. well not everything there's been a couple of albums where it's been whoa what are you what are you doing but um in all his legacy you know with the verve and um i just want to address a couple of things as well i'm on a verve site and there's a lot of rich dashcroft haters saying with his new album and stuff like that saying oh god he's just trying to reclaim all his own songs from urban hymns and, and put them into his own and, and do this uh, and take take full full credits and oh stop speculating just enjoy the music i put a clip up of uh, drugs don't work and there was, there was guys on there going oh fucking your bed he's a fucking cunt fucking hell it's music the, the guy the guy on friday do you know what right on the saturday i was there at the dmas and i, I was trying to open the door with two pints and a woman who worked in in um, the MS arena, he said, Oh, I'll get it for you because I spilled a bit of beer. And she said, Oh, don't worry, did you see it last night? I mean, she said, You should have been here last night for Richard Ashcroft. I said, I was. She said, did you see all the beer? I said, Yeah. And we started talking about Richard Ashcroft. She goes, Do you know what? I work here a lot. I work here, and obviously she works there, that's a job. But uh, I work here, and Richard Ashcroft last night was one of the only ones I've seen that looked like he wanted to be there. And to reiterate on that, he was fucking phenomenal. Excuse the language, I swore a few times in this. I do apologize, that's just me. I need to have a little bit of a <coughs> It's cold and not long woken up, so warming the old voice up. But he was phenomenal. He was he was phenomenal, he was just amazing. I was looking around, obviously he had quite a lot of seats available. There was like a couple at the back. That, that was blocked off, just a couple. But um, I was looking around and it started filling up. I was just like, oh, getting a bit worried. As you do, you always, you can't deny it. If you've been to a gig, you look around, you think, is this gonna fill? Is this gonna fill? Is this gonna fill? And then just before he comes on, or they start gearing up for him coming on. I mean, the only thing I'm disappointed about that gig with Richard Ashcroft is the support act, you know, that Wayne Briggs and that, you're just doing two hours of like soul music. It's like, come on, let's get some support acting some decent support acts you know what i mean why not but anyway when he come on started to play sonnet didn't switch his guitar on so it was a good start and then he just stopped and he was like hey helps if you turn your fucking guitar on so just his seasoned attitude his experience you can 
just see it on stage, just unreal, just unreal. Sonny started off, he's just such a, an amazing performer. <coughs> Excuse me, wow. Um, and I'm not just saying that, but he makes that, even without instruments in the background, he had a band with him and stuff like that, but there was a couple, I think, Drugs Don't Work, he played it all acoustically. <coughs> You'll have to excuse me, sorry guys. Um, anyway, just about to take the wrong turn there. But um, he makes that guitar sound like there's drums in the background, especially if Drugs Don't Work. I put a clip up on YouTube, Drugs Don't Work, Liverpool Arena, whatever, it's quite from quite far away. And um, just the way he plays it, he fills, he fills the voids from a band not playing with him when he's doing it. It's just fucking amazing. His voice is really, his voice is so like, it's, it's so clean for his age and looked after himself basically. And all I can say is it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Like I said, I said to my missus, look at him. He's loving it. He's loving it. He's the passion. He was on the, his knees on the stage at one point, just like. Just looking up to the sky, just like, oh, that's amazing, that's what you pay for. That is what you pay for. And every song was done to, with all that passion, dancing around the stage, you know. Oh, it was just, I've got nothing else to say about it. It was absolutely brilliant. Richard Ashcroft on form, gutted that. I want, I want to see him again. Like, he was in the Royal Albert Hall last night, apparently, and I've seen, seen pictures of the Royal Albert Hall and everything else. And, Looked, it looks superb. I said to one of my mates, he's going, and he's, I said, listen, you're in for a treat. You're in for an absolute treat. So anyway, it moves, moves me on to the DMAs. Now, I was a big fan of the DMAs when Hill's End come out. Uh, I was. I loved Hill's End. What an album. I can listen to that now and, and have it on repeat. It's a great album. They come with something. They come with a bang. But, um, and I've seen them live once before. They were warming up Liam Gallagher, so there's only about three or four songs, and their volume was turned down a little bit, I think, to be honest, before the main, the main app came on. But, um, I'm just gonna have to be honest, I just wasn't that impressed with DMAs live at all. I wasn't impressed with their crowd. It's just like, it's like, there's nothing there. Um, unfortunately, I mean, there's a couple of songs that, you know, they came on right at the end and they did Feels Like 37, but they left that so long, they went off stage before they did the last song. And me and my missus looking at the back of the, 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 the arena and they took that long to come back on. People were leaving. There was loads of people leaving and they didn't they didn't sell out. So that's what I was slightly disappointed in as well. Not it's not their fault. If people didn't want to buy the tickets, they didn't want to buy the tickets, but me and my missus were seated. The full floor, the standing wasn't filled. So we just walked around where the disabled bit is all, all around the arena wheelchairs and stuff just walked around and there uh, went straight to the front it was seats right at the front nobody even asked the question so so that was good I got to see him a bit closer but um I just don't think the sounds that they get from their albums it's just it's, it's with three of them on stage you know they've got a drummer as well and I think there's someone else but um I just I just don't think they recreate sounds very well from studios um I know I know that's quite hard to do it's not just that, it was just like, when that woman said that, you know, when Richard Ashcroft, you know, he looked like he wanted to be here. Most of these other artists, they just come and they go and they can't, they just come and they go. And that's almost what I felt like with DMAs. They just, there was, there was moments of a bit of, you know, passion and that, but you could just see it. I just wanted to get off stage. 
genuinely, honestly. They just wanted to go off stage. <clears throat> That's the way they made me feel anyway. Don't get me wrong, I wasn't a fan of the glow, so they played a lot of songs that I didn't know. I booked these tickets two years ago, so perhaps they've set this change a little bit, but I know it's always been the glow tour, my mate said. But um yeah, one one I was slightly disappointed in how, you know, tell you what though, the rats, they came on and they were absolutely superb. They were on at the beginning, and my missus was like, oh, I like these. They're decent, they've got good catchy songs, uh, good performance, great voice. Um, you know, performance-wise, brilliant. And they were they were made up to be there. Oh, the only one there when they were on. And they were made up, absolutely made up to be there. Couldn't believe their luck. Do you know what I mean? So I think every artist these days needs to have a, needs to have that outlook. No matter how many fans are in that stadium, you need to feel lucky to be there. You need to walk out and be like, you know, look at this. How when's this gonna end? You're always gonna look at it like it's your last gig. And Richard Ashcroft said that at the Palladium. I was watching clips of him on YouTube. He said, you just treat this gig like it's your last gig. It's so, so true, so true. I bet that's how he treats everything. That's why he comes out with so much passion. But I'm not gonna say I hate the DMAs at all. I was just, it didn't help that I had an amazing gig the night before, Richard Ashcroft, he, 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 packed, the, he packed the place out. I don't know if he fully sold it out, but I couldn't see any seats spare and, and the, whole the whole dance floor, the whole floor was, was, was filled as well. So, and it was buzzing in there. But there was people in, in the DMA's gig, and I'm not just saying this, there was a couple next to me, and they were sat down, just watching, and they, didn't, and they didn't know a single word. You could tell they were a little bit disappointed. But that's not, that's not the DMA's fault. That's the songs that they come to sing. Um, don't get me wrong, I love Tommy, I love Tommy's voice, I love Matt Mason, I love I love all the songs. I love that I think they played Emily White, which was a good one. Uh, Lay Down, which um, I, I wasn't as impressed as I thought I would be. Because Lay Down's one of my favourite songs, and I thought they would have done it a little bit better. I don't know, with a bit more oomph, but they they just didn't. Feels like 37 though, that come on right at the end, that was a that was that was belting. That was the best song, best performance of the night for me. Uh, that was that was actually quality. So <clears throat> like I said, could have just been an off night or it's just me. I what I, I had about 15 pints that night. I didn't drink the night before. Uh, it was an agreement between me and my missus that we weren't gonna drink all weekend, we we're gonna have nice meals and that, which we did. But uh she let me loose on one one or two pints when we had something to eat and uh, it just went from there. Uh, so I bought her a 50 pound hoodie. That's another thing, you know, DMA's tickets cost me 22 pound each. I spent 75, 75 quid on a t-shirt and a hoodie. So showing my support there. That was before they came on. I tell you what, if I walked out after the gig, right, and thought I'd buy one of these, this is, this, you know, this is how much of a disappointment they were really. I wouldn't have bought one. I wouldn't have bought one, I'm just being honest. Um, just found, I just found that they just almost didn't want to be there, to be honest. But there'll be plenty of other people that have a different opinion. One thing that really struck me though is the crowd. I've never seen such a flat crowd at a gig in all my life. Flat, flat as you like. And uh, you know, there was people, there was a lot of people in there. There was, I'm not saying it wasn't like, you know, the atmosphere was absolutely crap, but most of the, the way they did the set list as well I think you know because there's a few songs that people didn't recognise you know you play you play your best ones as well don't you like Lay Down come on they played like five or six songs before they played something that everyone wanted to bounce around to and when you go five or six songs in a, in a, in, a, in an arena 
you, you do, and especially when you've had a drink, you start getting a little bit, bit hungover. You, you need to go and get a drink. So there's that as well. But um, other than that, you know, they weren't, they weren't like, they weren't horrendous. I'm not saying they were. Go on, mate. They weren't horrendous, um, but they just weren't amazing. Maybe it was just an off night. And like I said, I'm still going to try and give them a give them a world maze because um, Hills End was a cracking album. Hills End was absolutely cracking. It it got me back into music again, to be honest. It gave me some faith, some guitar music that everyone wanted to hear. Um, I felt I felt like a DMA's Stone Roses kind, no, not an Oasis Roses kind of vibe when they first came out, and the way he sing, the way he pronounces certain words like I don't know, shine. He doesn't sing shine. Does he sing shine? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, he's got like a, a Liam kind of pronunciation, an amazing voice. But anyway, so my review kind of thing. Um, Richard Ashcroft, absolutely class. Dear Maze, I'm going to give him another chance, I think. I'll give him another chance. You know, I was surprised because, you know, Tommy's an Everton fan and being in Liverpool, I would have thought there was a little bit more, you know, stage presence. But, you know, and then before the last song, when they went off for like 10 minutes and they let the crowd all leave, which was a bad, bad, bad thing to do. Well, come on with different clothes and that. I was just like, oh, come on, just crack on with the music, would you? Look at these brand deals, whatever you've got. Everyone's left now. I'm not going to see what jacket you've got on. I think that was the reason why I did it anyway. But um, yeah, other than that, you know, there were songs that they did do well. Delete was great. Feels like 37 was great. Emily White was great. But they were the only ones that were great for me. Um, yeah, oh, just not my phone there. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's my that's my review, and uh, I'll um, I probably won't do another one of these for a while. Just uh, just thought I'd do it on the way to work because I've been to two gigs and um, probably get a bit of bad feedback off this. But you know, just an honest opinion. And I ain't saying I hate people. I ain't saying I hate the DMAs. I ain't saying I, call, I ain't calling them dickheads. I'm not being a troll. I'm just being honest on the performance that I saw on Friday night. That's all on Saturday night I said Richard Ashcroft maybe it's just because he's my hero he's my number one and I love the guy anyway you know but he did pull in a good performance anyway guys have a good week and I'll see you